just come and just say a few words this morning. You can be seated. Amen. Thank you for standing. Sister Shannon. Well, first of all, today is a very special day other than it being Sunday and church. It's Mother's Day. So today we say Happy Mother's Day to all our beautiful moms, all seven of us. We have a total of 15. Not everybody's here today, but I noticed that our um, group that's here today is our most faithful, faithful group. This group's here on Sundays and Wednesdays. So give yourself a little pat on the back for that. <laughs> so thank you guys for coming out and being our faithfuls. We're so thankful for those that are faithful. We know Sister Michelle can't always join us on Wednesday nights because it's hard to drive at night for her, but we appreciate and we love her too. So I just wanted to make note of that. But yes, you guys are all very special. So um, if you're a mom, if you would just please stand up real quick. And um, if I can have Brother Noah and Brother Nathan help me, we have a little something for you. As you can see, I prepared to have a packed out house. And we have, we're going to have lots of gift bags up here. So, uh, Brother Nathan, if you would just, you know, just take one side and Brother Noah can take the other side and just pass out to the moms. And once you everybody, you can sit down. But if we can all just give our, all seven of our moms a round of applause this morning. And we're thankful for our men that buy for our men with us today, so praise God. And we have our children and sister Raina in Sunday school. So thank you, Jesus, for you guys being faithful. So I just want to take a few moments today to share about a mother's love. And um, for those of you um, that desire to be a mom, I know there's probably none of those that may be currently present here at the moment. Um, but I know that probably Sister Raina, who's in Sunday school, would love to be a mom. And um, that includes her. And those of you that are mothers or have mothers, um, you know that a mother's love is unconditional. At least I hope that your mom had unconditional love for you. I know not everyone has the best parents, but we all do try to do our best. And um, unconditional love means that you love them no matter what. And that unconditional love is carried throughout from the moment you find out you're pregnant to when they're an infant and a toddler, an elementary age teenager, young adult, and even full grown. And um, you go through different stages of life with your children. You go through the ups and you go through the downs and you go through the trials with your family. And you know, to be honest, once you're a mom, you're always a mom and you never stop being a mom. My mom is still my mom. Sister Kathy is still pastor and brother Paul's mom. She doesn't stop being a mom. She be the, she's a mom to me too. And all the rest of you as well. Um, you know, I just wanted to share a little uh, little testimony about myself. But growing up, I always loved children. I love children. I really do. And um, I was involved in lots of ministries. I did nursery and Sunday school and bus ministry and youth ministry. I worked at the elementary school. Pretty much anything and everything children. I pretty much spent most of my paycheck on children. And I did live at home. So I was able to do that. But I just spent it on kids. I just loved kids. And I always wanted to have kids. And when I got married, I thought, you know, yes, I'm going to get married and I'm going to have children. And because uh, that's the way to do it first, you know, try to get married. And if you did it, that's okay. That's under the blood. But, um, you know, you want to get, try to get married first and have those kids. Um, and I feel like I'm getting a little bit of static up here. Um, anyway, um, I started dealing with some health issues and, um, it became a very trying and a dark place in my life. And the thought of being a mom seemed to just drift further and further and further and further and further away. And I thought, I don't know if I'm ever going to be a mom because 
I, I don't think I can even do it in this physical state. Like, I'm not well. And I kept having to walk by faith and not by sight and just trust God and know that God was always in control, that he knew that I wanted to have children. And, you know, it took me, you know, to get to that point many, many, many years. I've been married for, was it 10? Oh, wait, this week is our anniversary. Uh, it be 11 years. Um, Saturday. And, um, you know, we have two small children. I'm, I'm 37. My husband, I'm going to be 37, sorry. My husband will be 40 in July. And we're older parents. And that's mostly because I waited so long because I had health issues. And, um, you know, the things that we go through make us stronger. And um, when I think about the moment where I just woke up one day and was like, you know what, God, I trust you for my healing. But it's been years after years and after years. I was getting better. But I was just waiting for that miraculous, like, where I'm just completely whole from head to toe because I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to make it through the pregnancy. I was afraid I wouldn't be able to make it through the birth or even have the physical stamina to take care of the children. And I didn't want to do that. I wanted to be the best mom that I could be. And um, I woke up one day and said, you know what, God, you have been with me through this entire process. This has been years and years of this. And you know what? You may not heal me right now, but that's okay. And if you will give me the peace and tell me it's going to be okay. Oh, Sister Christine, I'm going to be emotional. I'm trying to do this without getting emotional. But if you will give me the peace of mind that it's going to be fine. Because I'm going to have to trust you. Because my physical state is not where I want it to be. And um, I didn't have the easiest pregnancy. And um, the, uh, the delivery part was not too bad. And, um, you know, and then once, you know, uh, my first one arrived, um, you know, I thought, okay, you know, I can do this. And then the second one came and all that. But I look at them and I thought, you know, all this that I went through all my life, I look at my girls, Lenae Rose and Ava Grace, and I think, those are my miracles. Amen. Now, it wasn't that I couldn't have children. It was just that I wanted to be completely whole before I had children and be able to know that I could take really good care of them. And I look at them, and, and those are my babies. Those are my miracles. And your babies, it doesn't matter if they're like, I mean, most of your babies are all full, like, full grown or teenagers. And you guys are in a different stage of life than I am. I'm like a, a new mom. So I'm still learning, and I'm, I'm always open for it. So if you got some advice, <laughs> I always welcome it. But um, I am just so thankful for them, and I look at them, and my heart feels really full. And um, it's not always easy being a mom. It's a 24-hour job. You don't get to punch in the time card as I'm learning, and you don't get to punch out. And it doesn't matter if your children are at home or out of the home. You're pretty much on call 24-7. And... You know, there's a lot of things that it involves, and I think that some people maybe don't realize um, that it is not easy to be mom, although it's a very uh, gratifying um, role that we get to play. But, you know, you got to keep, I don't know, everyone has different standards, but keep your house neat and clean, you know, in case any company around me. I don't know about you, but I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of surprise visitors showing up, and if I'm not ready to receive them, you know, it's a little stressful. But keeping your house neat and clean, doing all the laundry, taking care of your kids when they're ill, which usually means late nights for you, and sometimes you might become ill. Um, taking care of the ever need, do the grocery shopping, the meals, the snacks, reinventing the will. That's one that I'm learning. Reinventing the will constantly and constantly, especially if you have small children. Um, 
planning their schedules, being constantly interrupted, especially with small ones, but you could have older ones that maybe constantly interrupt you too. Um, and then you go through all the transitions of the stages of life, and you have to be lose sleep at times, you have to be a good juggler, you have to be a good multitasker, and then you have to wake up and you gotta do it all over again. And it just continually is every day and every day and every day. And, um, you know, I sometimes wonder, I used to look at a lot of moms and my friends and like, how do they do it? I mean, don't they just want to rip their hair out sometimes? I mean, <laughs> you know, it's not it's not easy. Let's all be honest, moms. I'm sure you sometimes feel like you don't want to rip your hair out, but I'm not saying actually rip your hair out, but you know what I mean. But somehow, I look at myself and think, I don't even know how I do it because I haven't been getting any sleep the last nine months, hardly at all. And I am so, somehow operating, and I think it's just something that God gives to moms that gives them the ability to keep going and going and going, even when they feel like they want to just collapse or cry or maybe even give up in times, no matter what ages your children are. And I'm reminded that our children are our souls. And we are responsible for taking care of the miracles that God gave to us. We are responsible for molding and shaping their lives. Even when you do feel, like I said, collapsing or crying or giving up, the one thing that we can rely on is God. And I'm, I'm speaking myself, this is coming from my heart because that's something I've had to really do, especially with the arrival of Ava Grace, um, really rely on him and know that he's going to see me through it. And he is our strength. And with any, with him, anything is possible. And his strength is made perfect. And he will give you the strength to do whatever you need to do. Even if your children are at the home or out of the home or fully raised, and you're still dealing with issues with your children. Being a mom, I feel like it's walking by faith and not by sight. There are things we can't control. And we need God to intervene, and we need to step in, as I'm sure many of you have faced that with your children, maybe even your grandchildren. And we should never give up. Don't give up. Trust God and pray for your children no matter what. Until God takes us up or God takes them home or whatever happens, don't give up. God sees and knows what each and every one of us is going through. Even when we feel like nobody can see it, God sees it. Trust me. And I think sometimes as a mom, I don't get emotional, (laughs) you just have to put a smile on your face and be like, you know, everything is fine and this is just what I got to do and I just got to be positive. And, you know, something I wanted to um, bring up was there was a moment in one of our services and um, it really touched my heart and it was a service where God was just moving. I, I don't even think, I don't even think pastor preached that day. God was moving and we were singing and then all of a sudden we kind of had an altar call right then and people came up and we were praying with them and we were praying with everyone and then I noticed a group of our ladies over here and they were all praying and hugging and it was emotional for me because I noticed that all those ladies had something in common and what they had in common was the fact that they, they had babies that weren't living for Jesus or maybe used to live for Jesus, but are not living for Jesus. And that was something that touched my heart because all these ladies were praying and believing and trusting God for one another. And that's what's so great about the family of God is you don't have to do it by yourself. 
You have God, and you have one another, and you have a support system. And I know I'm talking about moms, but it doesn't matter if you're, you're a mom or you're a dad or a brother or anybody in here. Um, God is there for us. And it kind of reminded me that like a mother's love is like the love that God has for us. You know, his love is unconditional. He loved us so much that he died for us. And he died for the people that walked away, turned their back on him, persecuted him. He died for them. And the only thing he ever wants from us is a relationship. And he keeps reaching and reaching and reaching. And some people, they don't see it. And others do. And they wonder, what am I going through? Why am I going through this? Why am I going through this? Because God is continuing to reach for you. God wants to have a relationship with you. And the things that you go through are going to make you a stronger person. He continually is molding us and shaping us to be who he wants us to be through everything that we go through. And that's why a mother's love should mirror the love of God. We're not perfect. We're humans. We do and say things sometimes that maybe we shouldn't. But I'm thankful that we have God and that he's a forgiving God and that he can help us. And as Christians, we should love God and we should love others. And there are so many things. I mean, you look around and there's so much going on. I prefer saying what I call the bubble. (laughs) My bubble is like um, my family, God, and my church, my friends. That's about it. I don't really want to know what's going on out there. I mean, you can see it and things pop up on your your phone. But I really don't – I don't really care to know exactly what's going on in the world right now. Um, But we lose focus. We get distracted, we get caught up in drama, and we literally get caught up in the things in life that do not matter. None of that matters. What matters is living for God, being a Christian, and making it to heaven. And as mothers, we are responsible for ensuring that this happens. It doesn't mean that if we don't, that we fail. But we are still responsible, and we should continually still keep reaching and reaching for your children. Like I said, even if your children don't live in the home, even if they're not living for God. And um, never give up on your children. Keep praying and trusting God through the entire process. And you know what? At this time, I really would like for our moms to stand again. And um, if we could just all lift our hands. And if you're not a mom, if you could lift your hands toward a mom. Or if your mom's here, you want to pray with your mom. Um, I just want to pray for our moms because they continually go through a lot, even when their children are fully grown. My mom goes through things. Sister Kathy goes through things. It doesn't matter, but you need to know that God loves you. He sees you, and his strength is made perfect, and he's going to give you the strength to get through the things that you're having to tell you. So if we could just all bow our heads and just lift our hands and pray, Lord Jesus, God, I just plead the blood of Jesus upon this place, God, upon Abundant Life Center right now, God. I pray that you would touch each and every mom here. Right now, God, that you would give them supernatural strength in their mind and in their body, God, because your strength is made perfect, God. God, give them the strength to do what you have called them to do each and every day, God. Raise them up, Lord, in Jesus' name. Give them peace in mind and in body and spirit, God. I bind every attack from hell that comes against our mothers in Jesus' name. God, we pray for our babies, God, those that are in the home and out of the home, God. We pray, Lord Jesus, God, that you would bring our babies to you, God, that they would live for you, God, and make it, Lord, in Jesus' name, God. I give you the glory and the honor, Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
just in time. I went to check on her, she was awake, and full diaper and couldn't find replacement diapers. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Pull a blanket and make a diaper or something, so I found some extra ones. So just in time. Um, thank you uh, to my wife, Amy, for those heartfelt, encouraging words. Amen. I appreciate her. I'm just going to add a couple of words and then we can be dismissed. But uh, I was thinking and uh, studying a little bit about Mother's Day and all that it means. And uh, number one, happy Mother's Day to all the moms. Amen. Sister Gina, Sister Dee, Sister Nancy, Sister Christine, Sister Michelle, Sister Camarita, and my wife. Amen. You, you all have obeyed one of the original commandments in the Bible uh, by being a mother to multiply and replenish the earth. Yeah. Amen. So if you've done nothing else right, amen, you've done that right. As a mom, say, I've obeyed one of the commandments. I've multiplied and I'm doing my part to replenish the earth according to Genesis 1 28. Uh, to mothers then is uh, the privilege of populating is in a very original, simple sense, is a privilege of populating God's perfect creation with sons and daughters whose hearts and thoughts are to be in full harmony with the thoughts of God and who would in all their activities reflect his glory. Amen. Specifically, Christian mothers are for the purpose of sending forth into a sinful world those sons and daughters who would be the salt of the earth and who would propagate or spread the message of the gospel. Mothers were meant to be the chief soul molders. They were meant to be character constructors. And they were meant to be uh, God's recruiting agents for heaven. Amen. God uses mothers for the development of the soul life of their children. And the influence of mothers is without comparison or competition. The church, the nations of the world, the governments of the world, and society at large is dependent upon moms. Whether or not they want to give the credit, amen, to the mothers, amen. The success of a nation, the success of a government, or of a society is dependent upon mothers. Because it's the mothers, amen, that give the stability to society. And they are indicators of the future rise and fall of the people. Amen. If a mom does things according to the word of the Lord, her children will grow up, amen, to to do righteous things and to do good and be a blessing in the world. Uh, this is not to uh, an indictment against your past, amen. We come, people come to the Lord at different stages of life, and and you know if you're able to live for the Lord from a child. Uh, youth upwards, you're able to avoid a lot, but on the con on the opposite side of the spectrum, some people come to God later in life and they realize, man, I wish I would have done things a lot differently. Uh, but here today, amen, the, the influence of mothers is without comparison or competition. Uh, when a mother succeeds, the whole world feels her impact. When a mother succeeds, the whole world feels her impact. Uh, a man once said that 
Men are what their mothers make them. And John Quincy Adams said, All that I am, my mother made me. And I give credit today to my mother, amen, Sister Camarina. Um, and today we honor the mothers in our lives. Because in Exodus chapter 20 and verse 12, it tells us to honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. And if you want to live a long time, amen, one of the secrets in the Bible is to honor your father and mother. Amen. Don't curse at them when you don't like them. Don't be disrespectful when you don't like what they're saying. Honor them. Show them respect. Show them honor. And you'll be have a long, healthy life. Amen. I want to live as long as I can. Amen. As long as the Lord will allow me to. And so I've got to honor my mother and my father. My, my dad always said one thing to me and my brothers as we were growing up. He said no matter how much my his his dad, my grandpa, no matter how much he came home and uh, there was times that there was abuse in the homes, physical abuse. He said no matter how much uh, physical abuse I endured at times, I never once raised my, raised my hand to my father. I never once... Uh, you know, disrespected my dad. And I, I always remembered that. I thought, man, no matter what happens in life, if we'll keep our spirits right, our hearts right. And there was times that my, my dad, I would hear stories that his his dad would get off work and go to the, the bar and spend all of his money at the bar and come home broke and the kids would be hungry. And then he would get mad at the kids and, and hit them. And, uh, it was maybe it wasn't always that way, but that was how it was for a time. But as my mind, I go back and I think my dad never once raised his hand to to hit my dad, to hit my grandpa, and and I thought that in doing so, you, you honor you're you're honoring your father, man. You're not disrespecting them. There's lots of things that happen in life, but we're, today we're honoring them. Uh, mothers are honored today because their children are their first thought and their first care. Mothers are the ones that cheer us in our successes and console us in our defeats. The child's first teacher is his or her mother. And from the lips, here's where, wherever you are in life as a mom today, I want you to hear this. From the lips of the mother, the child still receives sacred lessons about God, about life, and about duty. You say, well, I'm not raising children no more. I know we've got mothers in different stages of life. But from your lips, you can still shape your children. You can still lift them up or tear them down. And it would be incumbent upon every mom today to say, I can still affect my children's lives with my words. I can lift them up. I can tell them. You know, maybe, maybe, yes, maybe I've made mistakes, but from this point forward, I'm going to lift you up. I'm going to build you up. I'm going to encourage you. And I'm going to tell you, amen, what's help, what, how God is helping me in, in my life. But from the lips of every mother, amen, is the, uh, holds the potential to build up their children, to tear them down. And also from their lifestyle, amen, as a, as a, Grown mothers now that we have in the church, they the children still look to your lifestyle. They say, "Does mom pray? Does mom 
read her Bible. Does mom count things of God with with the sacredness, or does she has she been changed, or is she just kind of going through this phase of life? And the kids and I I know for myself if I, if I remember back, uh, and this is true I think of most kids we look at our moms and our dads, and we watch them like hawks. Maybe you still do that to your mom and dad. I don't know, but I think most kids do that where they're they're always watching their mom and dad, how they respond, the, the little flinch of the muscle on their on their face, that they're gonna furl the eyebrows, and you were watching them how they respond. And and kids are watching us as parents. And uh, I think it as we are changed and our kids see the change, we continue to make change in the world. The last thing I want to say, amen. And with this, if you could just stand to your feet. Uh, we read in the book of Isaiah chapter 66 and verse 13 about another side of God. And I preached this message a long time ago, the motherly side of God. But Isaiah 66 and 13 says, As one whom his mother comforteth, so will I comfort you. There's another scripture in the Bible that talks about how the Lord uh, oftentimes wants to gather his people like a and gathers her chicks and, and pulls them in close. And these couple of verses of scripture reveal to us another side of God, how that he is that has that that motherly side to him that wants to corral his people to lift them up. A loving mother is God's tenderest image in humanity. And just like the love of a mother is never exhausted, the love of God towards his people, we as his children, he's never exhausted. His love never changes. It never tires, no matter how inconsistent or consistent you are. It endures through all. And it lives on in the face of the world's condemnation. You can hear from a mother that has a child on death row in prison. And they'll still tell you, my son, my daughter has a good heart. Because a mom always believes in her children, no matter what happens. And the motherly side of God here today is saying, I still believe in this people today. Amen. God still has his hands upon you. And God is still hoping and praying and, and waiting and, and working to see the complete change and turn on your life. Just like a mother does for her child uh, wherever he's at in life, wherever he's at in the world. Uh, we saw something recently where uh, a, a mother lost her, her, her daughter that was in a violent act, and it's caught on video, and, and the mother's still saying, my baby's a sweet baby. And everyone's saying, man. But you know what? It shows a side to the mom that says, I don't care what I saw. I know my baby's got a heart of gold somewhere buried under all of that stuff that's happened. And here today, I just want to remind someone today that no matter where you are in life, God is like that mother that says, I still believe that there's a good side to this person, that I want to work on that. I believe that there's greatness lying, amen, latent within their heart, and God wants to bring that out of you and I tonight, this morning, amen. Let's lift our hands to the Lord as we close this service. Amen. The music begins to play just softly. Amen. I want us just to take a few moments. And I want us to tell the Lord how much we love him today. Jesus, we love you. We praise you. 
We worship you. We magnify you today, God. You are worthy, Lord, of all the praise and all the worship, all the honor and all the glory. And Father, we just thank you on this Sunday morning, Lord, that you've got your hand upon this group of people, Lord. No matter what's happened, God, throughout the course of our life, God, that motherly side of God is saying, saying, but my child still has a will to do right. And I believe that there is a future for them. No matter where they are in life on this Sunday morning, no matter where you are in life today, there's a God in heaven that still believes that you've got a future that's bright, a future of endless possibilities today. Hallelujah, God, I lift my hands to you, God. I lift my hands to you, Lord. I lift my heart to you, Lord. I give you praise. I give you worship. I give you glory. I give you honor today, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord. God, we pray, God, for every child of the mothers that are represented in this place today, Lord. Hallelujah, God, I pray, Lord, for the children and grandchildren of these mothers that are in this place this morning. God, I pray, Lord, that you would have your way, Lord, in the hard boys. God, I pray that you would have your way in the hard children this morning. I pray, God, for Sister Christine's sons and daughters, that you would have your way in their lives, God. Work in their behalf this morning. God, for Sister Dee's children, God, that you would minister to them this morning, that you would strengthen them, that you would be with them, Lord, and their grandchildren. For Sister Nancy's God, sons and daughters and grandbabies, God, Put your hand upon Sister Nancy's children, her family, God, in the name of Jesus. For Sister Michelle's children, God, for her sons and daughters, her grandbabies, God, all of her descendants. Put your hands upon their lives today. God, for my mama's boys, God, my brothers, Lord, and and their children, God, for my wife, God, our babies, Lord, have your way, have your way. God, I pray you would bring about a restoration, God, of the salvation, God, of every child and every grandchild represented in this place this morning. Hallelujah. I need some mamas to lift their voices with me today. Come on, I need some people to help me pray this morning. Jesus, would you touch God? Would you touch God? Would you touch God, every child? God, would you touch Paris and Paris Jr. and Stephanie? God, would you touch Lord Ashley, Lord and Star? God, would you touch Lord Peyton Joe? Would you touch Trey? God, would you touch Ian and Sarah? God, would you touch, Lord, Brother Nathan and Brother Noah and Caleb and Adam today, Lord. Touch my brother Paul, Lord. Touch my brother Israel and Jeremiah, their wives.
Wives and their children, Lord. Touch Ava and Lene, Lord. Here today, Lord. 